Riddle me this. Which band has a career that somehow spans 50 years, yet has roots in medieval times? Find out next on $1 Vinyl. Hello, welcome to $1 Vinyl. This is the podcast in which we buy the cheapest secondhand records we can find and give them a fair and honest review. My name is Tess and with me as always is my co-host Kat. Hello. Happy New Year. Happy New Year to you as well. Welcome to the year 2020. Um, it's a nice round number. I'm going to enjoy saying 2020. It's fun to type too. Oh, yeah. How's it going in New Year so far? Uh, well, I have started off uh, the new year with a gig already. So I went and saw Vampire Weekend uh a few days ago. Oh, cool. Uh, and that was really good. Um, and it got me thinking about last year. I went to 15 gigs in total, I think. You go to a lot of gigs. Yeah. I'm always very impressed because I go to no gigs. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> we went to one gig together. We That's went to true, Fleetwood yeah. Mac. Yeah. yeah, we did go and see Fleetwood. Oh, and we saw um, Toto. We only see bands oh, yeah. from the 80s together. <laughs> we did see Toto. I guess I saw 16. <laughs> yeah. So I want to try and beat that this year. Hopefully I'll, I'll get – maybe I'll see 20, 20 bands in 2020. 20, yeah. Yeah. All right, that's my goal. That's your goal? Okay. Yeah. So is this like a, a musical resolution for you? And a That I've New just Year's decided resolution? on right now. Yes. Yeah. Very good. What about you? Um, well, look, I, I don't know. I don't, I don't have time for resolutions. <laughs> I'm going to have two kids in 2020, so yeah. <laughs> it's, it's too much. <laughs> I'll probably be listening to a lot of Wiggles. <laughs> oh yeah. Well, apparently the, uh, the Wiggles like sold out, like the original lineup sold out a number of shows. I think at least two, um, that's like over 18s only. Did you oh, hear wow. about this? No, yeah, and no, I saw that they were doing like a, a benefit for the fires. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. Yeah. And I've got a number of friends who tried so hard to get tickets and could not. Wow. Yeah. I Look, okay, so I get that it's a show for adults. It's a, you know, a nostalgia show uh-huh. and they want to get, you know, people who are going to sort of get in there and spend money. But there's something about calling it an 18 plus show <laughs> that makes it sound like, what are the Wiggles going to be doing? <laughs> well, that's what I was. That's what I asked my friend who was, you know, lamenting not being able to get tickets. Um, I asked whether it would be like rockier versions because, as you know, they started oh, yeah. off as the cockroaches. Yeah, which yeah, was like two a of them band. were in the cockroaches. Yeah. yeah. Um, uh, or whether it would just be like straight out like Hot Potato and Big Red Car. I reckon it definitely will be. Yeah. And I don't understand but i do support their desire to they're just- you know they're not um the first like kids artists of our generation that i've seen do that i saw that like peter, peter coombe ah, had yeah, a, yeah. an 18 plus show yeah which is i mean sure like okay <laughs> yeah look if that's what you want to do what you want to go do, and spend yeah. your money on yeah. enjoy it yeah 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 i i imagine if i was really into the wiggles as a kid i too would be jumping at the chance um, my, do you want to hear my, um, new year's resolution for 2020? I absolutely do. This is the song that I'm going to be listening to all year. Oh, okay. If I knew back then what I know now, if I understood the what, when, why, and how, now it's clear to me what I should have done, but hindsight is 20. So yes, my musical New Year's resolution involves listening to this song on repeat 
throughout the year 2020. Oh, I like it. <laughs> this is uh, George Benson's 2020 vision. Uh-huh. And um, the reason that I know this song ever so well is when I was a teenager and working at the local IGA, um, they didn't have like they didn't have the radio on for the music they had this mix cd which i believe at one stage had 25 tracks or something on it so that you get a good mix and it was all it's all that you know supermarket easy listening sure you know sort of stuff mm. somehow like something you know with cds that happened with that cd player was that if the track was slightly damaged it would just automatically skip to the oh. next one and it ended up just playing the same eight songs over, oh. and over again, which is like a pretty good you know oh. audio torture device for yeah totally someone doing an eight-hour shift at a supermarket oh my gosh do the maths on that how many times you're listening to oh, the songs so many times so <laughs> many, many times. times and um this was one of them and so it's george benson's 2020 vision i might have already said that and at the time i sort of you know when i was listening to it for the 35th thousandth time <laughs> I thought, I bet in the year 2020, this is going to be everywhere. Like all the the news outlets will play it in their stories about, you know, the year ahead. And and, And this will be on the background. It'll be on all radio stations all the time. Uh This is like, everyone will be so excited about the year 2020. Which, meanwhile, hasn't happened because everyone's... Yeah, no one knows this song. This is the first (laughs) time I've heard it. Yeah, that's the thing. I knew it so well, but I, you know, towards the end of last year, I thought about it again. I'm like, oh yeah, this that this song's gonna be everywhere. But then I sort of realised, no, uh, it's not gonna be everywhere. Oh, maybe it will. Maybe we can make it happen, Tess. Oh, we can make maybe it happen. We can yeah. Start of movement. All right. That's yeah. Okay, listeners. <laughs> so like every every like if uh, you own a radio station. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. If you have a huge amount of power, if you have sway, <laughs> yeah. like over the internet, let's get it. Let's hashtag hashtag George Benson's 2020 vision for the year 2020. That is such is that, a good hashtag. Is that catchy? Really catchy. I really, really like it. I do. <laughs> you got to make them long. Yeah, that's, I think yeah, that that's, is what that's the key is the to a good hashtag. They've yeah. got to be really long. They've got to have a lot of punctuation in them. Oh yeah, true. Yeah, apostrophes. <laughs> um, you know what I think would be funny is if. After all of those listens, because I don't actually, I haven't listened to the lyrics, but after all of the listening that you did, you didn't even pick up that it was ju- just him talking about his poor eyesight. Yeah. And then <laughs> all he wanted was to have 2020 vision and it had nothing to do with the year at all. I mean, they say hindsight is 2020 vision. That's what it is. Yeah. Oh, so he didn't care about the year. So it's about looking Let's back. Let's cut all of that out then. Yeah. I'm an idiot. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so dumb. <laughs> No, I actually would like it much better if he was just talking about getting glasses. Yeah, yeah. It's just like, the girl down the street is really blurry. (laughs) Needs some lenses. I can't drive at night. (laughs) You can't drive at night. Uh, yeah, and of course, no one's excited about the year 2020. That's that's the other grim reality we have oh, now. Oh, yeah, that's right. <laughs> Everyone is very sad about the state of the world. The world is awful. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Anyways, we can listen to that song. can make us feel better about the year. Yeah. So, we have a record here today. Mm. It's one that you found. I did. Uh, it is called uh, Now We Are Six, and it is by the band Steel Eye Span. And where did you find this record? I got it from a the $2 bin in a, a record store in Newtown called uh, Repressed Records. Repressed, 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 Repressed records. records. I know it. Yeah, it's a good yeah, shop. On King Street. 
How, so is that what you paid for it? Two dollars? Two dollars, yeah. Two, in the two dollar bin, got it for two dollars. And uh, how much of a profit or loss did you make? Uh, well, according to Discogs, it's uh, kind of average sell price is three dollars. So oh, shit. I think that's pretty good. Bargain. Yeah. Well done. Yeah. And can we listen to it online? Yeah, it can get on Spotify. It was actually remastered in 2009. Mm. Mm. I actually found out something today um, mm. when I mentioned this, when my parents dropped in. Um, my mum's partner is a Steel Eye Span fan. <gasps> He's a fan of Steel Eye Span? He's a fan of Steel Eye Span. Oh, my. <laughs> <laughs> and um, he well, he's going to love this episode. Yeah, I think he was a bit nervous that we were going to rip him apart. So let's oh, see. <laughs> okay. Yeah, well, maybe you'll hate it. <laughs> let's have a look at the front cover of this album. Well, this is the reason why I picked it up because it is this painting of a tree with six birds in the tree, and the birds have frightening, frighteningly human faces. Yeah, it's terrifying. It is truly. Ugh. Uh, luckily, we'll we'll have a, a photo up <laughs> uh, in the show notes so that uh, everyone can behold. It reminds me of um, the episode of The Simpsons when Bart was the raven. Yes, <laughs> nevermore, nevermore. Yeah. Uh, it reminds me of... little human heads. <laughs> yeah, it reminds me of the uh, Roald Dahl book, The Magic Finger. I don't know that one. Uh, so the protagonist, when she gets angry, has a magic finger and... <laughs> and she, she no, 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 don't go on any further. That's all I need to know. <laughs> the end. <laughs> and she um, gets really annoyed at uh, her. I believe her. Well, it's been a while, but her neighbors are like cruel to birds, and then yeah. she turns them into uh, like bird-sized humans with wings. Pow! Take that. Yeah, and on the back, it's just um, uh, like again, like a photo of what looks like a notice board with like <laughs> old bits of paper that have the the songs and stuff on it. Yeah, so the front the front is in like a um an old looking kind of gilded frame. Mm-hmm. And then when you turn it over to the back, it's the back of the the frame of the picture. And so, you know, it's this sort of hessian and kind of peeling away paper mm. and the songs are put on there on paper with the sort of edges singed. Yeah, like, like you'd make like for your I treasure used maps. To do, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> like I definitely have memories of like in primary school, uh, like using that technique to make paper look older yep. as well as the tea bags. Rubbing some tea bags uh-huh. over it. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. These guys know what they're doing. Yeah. It actually it looks like a lot of um, my dad used to teach fine arts at uni, and he'd take us to the grad show of his students every year, and it looks like a lot of. <laughs> Art, art school uh, grad fine arts picture. you said are you sure yeah, yeah, yeah. It was, so much. was he was he a particularly good teacher he, you know that's the worst part he was and oh. um you know he's quite a talented painter and oh yeah i know that but he would yeah. take us around to all his students and he'd be like this student's crap <laughs> <laughs> look at this look at this terrible singe work yeah, let me move you on to the the good students who are actually gonna make yeah. something of their lives this one's uh. just Making treasure maps and arts and crafts. <laughs> All right. Well, so we've got some terrifying bird people on the front, mm-hmm. and we've got some um, singed, tea bagged, antiqued liner notes on the back. Yep. Should we take a short break and come back and actually listen to the album and that judge it based idea. on its content? <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's a novel idea, and I like it. Okay, let's do that. All okay. right. See you in a bit. 
Welcome back to One Dollar Vinyl. You just heard a clip from an artist uh, that you can find on YouTube. His name is Andre Vinogradov. Um, well said. I hope so. <laughs> <laughs> um, and he is a hurdy gurdy player. Oh, okay. Yeah. Hurdy gurdy. So you've heard of the hurdy gurdy. I certainly have heard of the hurdy gurdy. <laughs> so the hurdy gurdy is a traditional medieval instrument. So it looks like a, a big kind of lute or, you know, something something like, like stringed. that. Stringed instruments yeah. with a kind of a big hollow body. Uh-huh. But then they've built a bridge over the strings so you can't actually touch the strings. They've added keys because, like, why not? And then <laughs> <laughs> in order to play the whole thing, you have to – there's a crank, a handle that turns around and oh, around. what? And so you crank it. And press the keys, and there's a, a drone there as well. So it's, you know, it sounds something between a, a bagpipe and a uh, yeah, lute as we heard. or something. Yeah. yeah. Like I gotta say, hurdy gurdy, inefficient name, too much repetition, inefficient <laughs> method of playing, just, you know, strum the strings. Yeah, well, it got even more um, inefficient because um, in an earlier version of it, it was so big that two people had to play it. One person oh, okay. would crank the handle and one person would do it. <laughs> Yeah. So that's what you would have heard if you were kind of, um, you know, wandering through a glen and came across a, a bard in the, in the <laughs> actual medieval era. Let's see how, so Steel Eye Span are described as medieval folk rock yep. in their Wikipedia bio. Um, and this, just for, I don't think we said, this record came out in 1974. 1974. So if you're walking down a glen <laughs> in 1974, you'd be more likely to hear something like this. <laughs> okay, here we go. So we'll start with uh, track number one, Thomas the Rhymer. So this is a ballad about the medieval prophet Thomas of Urkeldoon. Urkeldoon? Urkeldoon? <laughs> sure. Okay. Yep. Um, so oh, is it like a traditional song? Um, so with pretty much every song on here, they have taken traditional songs and put their own or like uh, or poems or stories. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I think this is more of a story that they've uh, interpreted as a song. Okay. So essentially, this is the story of Thomas. He's just hanging around, minding his own business, hanging out on Huntley Bank, and then he sees a hot young thing on a horse riding towards him. And like any gentleman, he doffs his hat, bows down to his knee, calls her a queen of heaven, says she's the most beautiful thing he's ever seen, and she says, come on, hop on, you charmer. That's a very nice thing to say. <laughs> Get in this horse. And they ride faster than the wind for 40 days and nights through a desert. Without that's, that's a long time to ride on a horse. Uh-huh. Um, but at least they're going quickly. Or maybe, maybe it was just a slight breeze <laughs> and they were actually going very slowly, just faster than the wind. Um, but they went through a des- desert without seeing the sun or the moon. Uh, so in darkness, I assume, uh, and I would assume for forty days and forty nights. Yeah, how does that work? I guess unless you're um like a it's a desert in Iceland where they have you know oh that might be like month long days. <laughs> yes, or it's probably magic. Um, oh yeah, it could be magic. Yeah, also. 
Uh, and at one point, it's like it's talking about like the the red on their legs or the red on their knees. Um, and so I think that comes from the chafing from riding the horse for so oh, yeah. long. Oh, yeah. my God. Imagine how you'd be walking once you got off that horse after <laughs> a 40-day ride. <laughs> um, and then by the end of the song, like the very end of the song, it, they say that they have almost but not quite reached their destination of Elfland. Oh, Elfland. Yeah. yeah. Okay. The, duh. <laughs> I mean, I guess that isn't on Google Maps. You can't just type that in and get the directions. Yeah, yeah. that's right. Yeah, maybe that's, that's why it took so long. long. <laughs> <laughs> Jinx. Um, yeah, they just went on this, like, giant circuitous, like, out-of-the-way route uh, because it was pitch black. The elf queen is, is like, Thomas, just stop and ask for directions. <laughs> that's right. Man, am I right? Man. Oh. <laughs> Um, so I have listened to that song a few times uh, in preparation for this. It's kind of it good. It's kind of good. Grown on me so yeah. much. The first time I heard it, I was just like, "All right, mate." But now <laughs> I'm like, "All right, mate." Like it's yeah. really good. I actually kind of like it. And it sounds like it could be um, like a theme song. Oh, to uh, to oh, it does. the show of Thomas the Rhymer or something. <gasps> like it's got that real catchiness to the to the chorus. Yeah, actually, now that you say that, it does remind me there was this sh- this cartoon in the nineties called Williams Wish Wellingtons, and it was <laughs> That's in my head too. Why is that in my because head? Because it had this like rocky guitar, and I was yeah. like Williams Wish Wellingtons. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> okay. Oh, I watched so much TV when I was a kid. <laughs> yeah, me too. Too much, and now too much. Uh, but yeah, I really like that song. And there is another song that I do quite like on this record. Oh, yeah. Um, and it's called um, 700 Elves. Okay. Mm. Let's have a listen to that. This, it reminds me of like Black Sabbath or something. Oh, yeah, totally. Yeah. Yes. Can't help it, like bang my head a little bit. Yeah. So, like, Steel Ice Man were by no means the only group in the '70s doing folk rock revival. And that is just so strange to me. Like <laughs> <laughs> that it was a thing. <laughs> yeah, because this this album actually was quite popular. Like, it got to uh, number. 12? No, it reached number 13 in the UK album chart yeah. of that year. Well, it's making me think about Led Zeppelin as well. You know yeah. how they like just go on and on about hobbits and mm. and all that sort of stuff in their oh, albums. Do they? Yeah, they do. <laughs> <I don't laughs> there's a lot of that stuff. And there's a lot of like maidens and mists of Avalon and, <laughs> you know, all that sort of like it's like I, I should probably go transparent here. Like medieval um, just aesthetic, mm-hmm. you know, particularly like fantasy fiction and all that sort of gear. Yep. I just hate it. I uh-huh. <laughs> there's something about all of it that just takes itself so seriously. Yeah, and it's just not, and it's weird because I generally quite enjoy historical fiction. Uh huh. But there's something about the medieval stuff and the knights and the maidens. Not and your the, cup of tea. Uh, it's, just, it's just so. Dorky. <laughs> <laughs> well, I being a dork, uh, don't mind it. Yeah, like it's it's yeah. alright. And and actually, this is part of what I do quite like about 
this record, like these songs in particular, that whenever I'm reading a like a fantasy book and it has a song, like it breaks into song, yeah, like my imagination for that is terrible. So all of them have the same like. Do, 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 do. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I can't. Same. I think I can't think of a. Cool... That's why I never made it through the Hobbit. I tried so hard, yeah. and it, like every time an elf breaks into song, I'm just like, oh, oh my god, oh, like, oh, seriously, <laughs> you yeah. just go to yeah. <laughs> um, but if I had the imagination to be able to conjure like this kind of like track in my mind, mm. like that would be awesome. Yeah, yeah. Well, this is pretty cool. Like yeah. it's it's definitely like that guitar solo, you know. Was good. good. Yeah. Yeah. Was. <laughs> Stop it. No, we have to. <laughs> we have to speak like this now. Verily, we don't. Verily. <laughs> but did you know that Steel Eye Span were still active? Yeah, I read that. Yeah. They've been going for 50 years. Uh huh. They had their anniversary in 2019, last year. How is that even possible? Well, I think partly because they have like. A bit of a revolving door of members. Oh, okay. So um, there's, according to their website, there hasn't been one single member who's been there the entire time. Right. Okay. Over the 50 so years. So obviously none of the original members are still. But no, um, they kind of like left and come back. Oh, okay. Yeah. So there've been like periods where, uh, like, the vocalist uh, Maddie Pryor. Maddie Pryor. Yeah, she left for a bit, and I'm pretty sure she's back now. Uh, I could be wrong, but that's I think she's got a great voice. Yeah, she does. Yeah, mm. it really suits the style. I like those little. Um, they sound quite ye olde. Those little kind of vocal. Oh, the little runs? modulations that she does. Yeah. 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 Totally. Yeah, she does a good job. So what's this song about? Okay, so this is a traditional Danish ballad um, and the original kind of bad guys were trolls and not elves. So, oh, yeah, so trolls this sounds be- much more menacing, uh-huh, doesn't it? <laughs> uh-huh. So, like, if you listen just to this song and 700 elves, like, you can, <laughs> yeah, imagine. Sounds like a party. <laughs> yeah, imagine just, like, nice little, like, Shin high yeah. uh, creatures coming. They're all drinking from buttercups. Uh huh. And- yeah, and they're <laughs> adorable. But if you replace it with trolls, then it is certainly a lot more scary. So the story is there's this farmer who finds some land to clear, and so he, um, you know, cuts down all the trees uh, in order to farm it. Uh, in cutting down the trees, the local elves slash trolls were extremely displeased. So they <laughs> marched and danced to his house, which <laughs> there's your problem. Yeah, we're starting to sound a little bit less menacing now. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so they, you know, go to his house to give him a piece of their collective minds. Uh, but the farmer saw them coming, uh, you know, because there were 700 of them, uh, not going for stealth. <laughs> And they're all dancing. Uh, and they're all dancing. And he's just like seeing them from like a kilometre away. And he's just like, what the uh. fuck? <laughs> well, apparently not. He knew exactly what to do. He put up a bunch of crucifixes, uh, which. Hang on. Do crucifixes repel elves? trolls and elves? Uh, according to this, which is now my Bible for everything. Uh, yes. Yes, they do. Just like vampires. Uh huh. And so the elves scattered in all directions, including underground, where they are still. Uh, once again, 
another win for anti-environmentalist uh, yeah, land clearing. <laughs> and that's actually like whenever I started listening to it carefully, I'm like, oh, I see where this is going. The elves don't like him clearing the land. They're going to end up, you know, beating him to a pulp. And the moral of the story is like, don't take land that's not yours and blah, blah. Oh, no. Hang on. No. No. It's a win for, uh, you know, big capitalism. Uh, <laughs> yeah. yeah. If you've got enough crucifixes, you can do anything. Oh, look, if there was ever a time where there were less woke people in the world, it was the medieval <laughs> era. <laughs> uh, but, yeah, I have definitely found myself just like spontaneously breaking into that song just like 700 elves come out the woods yeah it's pretty good yeah i like it however not all of the songs on this record are winners no we have to talk about the um saint, saint eli, eli school choir yeah we do i think that is required <laughs> So, cat, do my ears deceive me? Or is that a mere innocent child singing? (laughs) (laughs) Your ears do deceive you. Uh, It's just the band singing as children. Fully grown adults. Uh Uh-huh. Pretending. It's weird. To be little kids. It's just so weird. And they're singing riddles. Yeah. So I think what must have happened is that this album's called Now We Are Six, and it's there's yep. double meaning. It's um, the I fact think it's that actually they, triple meaning. Uh, oh, okay. Triple whammy. Well, there's now six members in the band uh-huh. by the time they record this album yep. because they employed um, the drummer full time. So I think his name is Nigel Pegram. Not Nigel Thornberry. <laughs> May as well be. That. Okay. <laughs> Pretty English sounding yeah. names. And it's also a reference to A.A. A. Milne's collection of poems. Correct. Now we are six. Uh-huh. And the third one is it's their sixth uh, record. Oh, shit. There you go. Yeah. Six is all around. Yeah. Triple six even. Oh. <gasps> what happens Ooh. when you play this record backwards? <laughs> <laughs> anyway, this song sucks. Oh, it definitely does. Yeah. Um, did you break any of – did you uh, solve any of the riddles? No, I don't care. I, <laughs> I hate riddles. They're so dumb. <laughs> 30 white horses on a red hill. Now they tramp. Now they champ. Now they stand still. Yeah, it's that one's teeth. I it actually knew teeth. that one because oh, okay. I, I did read that one when I was a kid. The oh, other okay. one stumped me, I do admit. In marble halls as white as milk, lined with skin as soft as silk, within a fountain crystal clear, a golden apple doth appear. No doors there are to this stronghold, yet thieves break in and steal the gold. Yeah, I, I, I didn't even listen. <laughs> <laughs> well, for everyone listening at home, waiting with bated breath, it is an egg. And now we can the answer all, is egg. Yes. We can all forget about it instantly because what a waste of space in our mind. Yeah, look, it's, it's not the riddles that I object to. And even... It sounds like you are. <laughs> Don't lie to yourself, Tess. No, it's the, kid, it's, the, it's the fake kids' voices that just make me angry. Yeah. And then they also do Twinkle Twinkle Little Star, yeah. uh, which is. <laughs> it's just, there's just something so awful and creepy. Like, why Can- couldn't they, like, if they wanted to put kids' songs on there, just get some kids. Just get yeah. some adorable kids Actually, to sing. Actually, that is very cute. It would have been cute. Yeah. It would have been fun. Uh huh. Um, can you imagine the, like, the process to getting these songs recorded? Like, they're just like, let's, let's just do some old school like kids songs let's like oh you know what's a good idea what if we have them in children's voices mm. should we get kids in? no let's sing it no we don't need to hire yeah. kids and then they go <laughs> through the process 
Yeah. Yeah, look, I think that um, I uh, just, God, it's killing me. The <laughs> you can just see them all like standing in front of their microphones with, you know, like doing their toe on the ground and like <laughs> pretending. I'm a little baby. <laughs> oh my God, gross. It's I'm a little baby. <laughs> Uh, and it's and it's a real shame because there are so many bright spots like yeah, yeah. in other places on this album. Well, okay, so I did read a story about them that um, they toured briefly with Shanana, the um, yeah. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I thought you were just doing a sound effect really poorly. No, it's bad. <laughs> Called Shanana, they were like a fifties um, revival, like. A bit like the B fifty twos, kind oh, of a sure. novelty, novelty. What thing. are they saying? Oh, like I've probably heard. Well, of they songs. were the band in the movie Grease. Oh yes. So they were playing okay. music in the seventies uh-huh. in a fifties style. They actually played at Woodstock. Oh, interesting. Yeah, which is weird. Yeah, but they, but still, I span to it with Shanana briefly, mm-hmm. and it wasn't while they were touring with Shanana, but it was inspired by that time that they would occasionally do these live shows. They do all their medieval prog rock stuff. Mm. And then they go off stage and get changed into like goofy fifties clothes and come out and do like a fifties set. Oh, okay. <laughs> so I mean, right. I think what's happening is these are a bunch of big music dorks who love having fun and yeah. they don't take themselves very seriously. Oh, okay. And yeah. they're just doing goofy stuff. For the, mm-hmm. And so I think that this this kids stuff is supposed to be like it's actual it's folk, Olden like days. actual English folk. Mm, okay tradition mm. you know in the rhymes and riddles and you know stuff that's been passed down and so that's why they've included it mm. um but they're also sort of doing it as a goof yeah okay but yeah. It, it was it was met with very mixed well, didn't reception people, didn't people like not pick up on saint eli being steel eye and yeah didn't they pick, yeah they didn't, didn't they not get pick the up joke. i think it was yeah. it's all intended as a bit of a joke yeah and people are just like, what the fuck is this? <laughs> well, not all jokes are enjoyable. <laughs> yeah, not all jokes are actually funny. <laughs> oh, so dear. anyway, moving on from that. Well, awful- actually, well, like you were talking about them touring with Shanana. Uh, Shanana? Is that how you say yeah, it's it? Sha- just, Sha- just Shanana. <laughs> yeah. Sha- <laughs> There's no extra nas. <laughs> okay. Um, sometimes I get confused. Like sometimes I say banana na na. I put, a, put on too many nas. Do- do you really? I don't. <laughs> and perfectly illustrating our previous point of not all jokes are funny. Um, they So Steel Ice Man also used to tour alongside Status Quo. Yeah. It's weird, isn't it? And it's um, like, so for uh, anyone who doesn't know, they sang Whatever You Want mm-hmm. um, as well as Down Down. Which is now the Cole song. Yes. <laughs> Poor status quo. Uh, what a legacy. <laughs> what a legacy. And so to kind of appease is definitely the wrong word, but to, to, <laughs> as a bit of a nod to status quo and like for the fans of that more rock uh, yeah. style yeah. at the live shows, yeah. um, Span would sometimes do like covers of rock songs. Yeah. Okay. And they've included one such cover on this record. It's the final song, and it's called To Know Him Is To Love Him. Uh, And it's a cover of a Phil Spector song. 
Yeah, so this doesn't sound like Steel Ice Band. Yeah, it's a bit of a detour, <laughs> isn't it? Lots of uh, fans were also surprised to hear this yeah. at the end of the record. Yeah, like I'd imagine that um, Steel Ice Band fans are a, a pretty like niche group of... Definitely. Yeah, like they, they have a particular... Folk rock enthusiasts. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, and this... and. Along with the the kids' songs and this song, it it earns the album some pretty mixed reviews. Even mm. though it ultimately did pretty well, get, like yeah. reaching number thirteen, mm. um, critics were, you yeah. know, a little undecided. Mm. And these were the particular songs that that did it. Mm. But interestingly, on this song, can you hear a little saxophone in there? I sure can. Do you know who's playing? Who's playing that saxophone? A little. little little known guy called David Bowie. David Bowie. He yeah. gets around, doesn't he? Yeah. Um, like, what a boon. Like, that's another surprise. These guys just keep on surprising. But he was he was suggested by the producer of this album. It was produced by um, Ian Anderson, who's from Jethro Tull. Oh, yes. Yeah. So he, I mean, that's another, like, kind of, they're a little bit more in the vein of Steel Ice Fan. Mm-hmm. They're another bunch of kind of folk rock musical dorks that um, <laughs> <laughs> do, you know, like kind of long guitar solos and flute solos and, yeah. you know, whatnot. But um, he had a link with David Bowie and invited him on the record. Um, I, I didn't enjoy that song. It's not the best version of that song that I've heard. Yeah, like I am definitely familiar with the Amy Winehouse version. Yeah. And yeah. And I noticed that, like, Maddie Pry is putting on a kind of a different voice. She's doing a, like, a 50s and it's, kind and, of singer voice or mm, something. And it's, I don't like it. <laughs> yeah, I'm not, a, I'm not a huge fan of that song yeah. either. In fact, that whole, that whole song just felt so... Forced? Oh, it's just, like, plodding. Yeah. And, like, it, it sounded whingy. <laughs> it was a saxophone <laughs> as well. All right, well, let's take a break. And when we get back, we will talk about our conclusion and whether we're going to add Now We Are Six by Steel Ice Band to our record collection. Just heard 2020 vision by George Benson. <laughs> the part of my New Year's resolution is to listen to this song all the damn time in this the year 2020. <laughs> Have you enjoyed that for the second time around this pod episode? Cat, what do you reckon? Now we are six. You gonna keep it? Well, I'm really torn, honestly. Uh, like it's it's a collection of children's rhymes and old timey so- songs. I never knew I didn't need. Um, I do genuinely enjoy a, a few songs, like half the songs mm-hmm. on the record. Um, uh, I do like the way that they, you know, breathe a little bit of like rock style into the medieval style. Yeah. Um, and it's not just that folk, uh, which can be a bit thin sometimes. Yeah. Um, I like the drums. I like the electric guitars. One of the songs that we didn't listen to is just a jig. 
Uh, it's just instrumental and it's oh, got yeah. a mandolin and I actually really like that That's song as well. That's the moon coin jig. It's yeah. actually really good. It's, yeah. it's kind of just pure, like traditional uh-huh. um, Celtic music. Yeah. It sounds like something you'd hear on a Pogues record. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. And even though there are some strong songs on there that I do genuinely enjoy, I don't think I can sit through the like the choir songs and a yeah. couple of the slower songs that I am not a fan of. I can't sit through the whole record. Yeah. I don't think I'm going to keep it. I agree. I you know what? I think I'm going to be listening to this record online so I can skip through those. Yeah, songs. totally. Yeah. Yeah. I can definitely see the appeal of Steel I Span like as a band and mm. it's probably a testament to the fact that they've been around for 50 years. Yeah, yeah. They've um, clearly got a very strong ongoing fan base. Yeah. Uh just a few of the songs are not my cup of tea, so I, I won't be mm. giving up, you know, valuable real estate in my record cabinet for this. Yeah, yeah. Um, but I I do think that someone else will enjoy it, so I'll uh, maybe put it in another um, op shop or if anyone wants it, let us know. Yeah. I'll Graham, send it to you. Graham, do you want this one? Yeah, <laughs> yeah that's right. Have you got this already? <laughs> yeah, look, I, I agree. I th- There were some songs that... At first, I didn't like it, and it mm. and it was my natural aversion to uh-huh. medieval dorks that turned me yep. off. <laughs> but they really grew on me, um, yeah. particularly those tracks that we played, Seven Hundred Elves mm. and Thomas the Rhymer. Yep. Um, they're they're good, but yeah, those other tracks can eat it. I, I really <laughs> didn't like those ones at all. <laughs> um, what would you What would you pay for this record, Kat? Um, like I reckon, if if someone who was into this style saw it. And saw it for five dollars or less. Like I think that's a good pickup. Yeah, 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 for sure. Mm. I agree. All right. Well, thanks for listening to Steel Eye Span. We hope you enjoyed it. You can find all the stuff that we referenced on our show notes at one uh, dollar and uh, you can search for us on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter. Look, we promise we're actually going to start using those as well. <laughs> we're four episodes in, and and you know, look, it's been it's all coming. It's I been promise. the Christmas period. We've been busy, all right. Mm-hmm. Get off our backs. Trying our best. Mm. You can reach us. Um, to tell us about what you think about Steel Eye Span um, at $1vinyl at gmail.com and you can use the hashtag <laughs> George Benson's 2020 vision <laughs> for the year 2020 or whatever. I can't remember now. <laughs> Just make it nice and long. Yeah, It'll yeah. get through to us. And, and <laughs> as many variations as possible. I think that's also what the hashtags are about. Oh, yeah, yeah, All yeah, different. Yeah, yeah. yeah, you've got to cover Very a lot of things. Slightly. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Uh, So what's on for next week, Tess? So next week we're going to listen to a musical craze that was a new instrument that came about and it was a craze that swept the world and turned up in the weirdest of places. Um, We're going to listen to a record by Wendy Carlos called Switched On Bark. Mm -hmm. All right, and remember, as Steel Eyes fans say, Hark and Carp, come along with me. Thomas the Rhymer. (laughs) Yeah, do that. Okay. Okay, bye. 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 (laughs)